Welcome to the Birdo Tapes, episode two. This is the creator, host, wrangler of the podcast, my older brother, Eric. And I've clearly known you my entire life, and you put more work into this Life's a Draft podcast than any of us combined. You handle the website, the social media, editing, the voting, all the games. What makes you want to do all this? I had a previous podcast with a friend about eight or nine years ago, I think. It's called Dogging on Movies, and we would watch a bad movie and talk about it and you know, make fun of it and just quote it and just kind of like spread the word about movies we saw that were terrible, but also a fun watch. So it kind of started from, I want to say it was 2010. When I first started working in a school, I discovered podcasts. And the first podcast I've ever listened to and the one I still listen to every week is Doug Loves Movies. And it's Doug Benson, comedian. He's known for being like a pothead. You know, he just has comedians on and different guests from movies and just talks about movies. And he always played like games with them. So it kind of, I don't know, I just like trivia. I like games and things. And since COVID, a lot of his podcasts have been Zoom related. And this podcast I did previously was with my friend in Pennsylvania and it was on Skype. So, but it was, we just kind of figured it out ourselves and we didn't really know what we were doing, but we did about 30 episodes and that was fun. Just, it took a lot of work too to watch a long movie, to take notes. When you're taking notes during it, you got to pause it and kind of reference things. And overall, I just kind of have had a, I just enjoy podcasts. Yeah. Desire, well, desire to do it, I guess. But it's also, I think what everybody's kind of said to each other is that it gets everybody together and it gives us the reason to kind of hang out, even though we're not hanging out. So we're still together, just we don't all get to see each other because of our busy lives and kids and all that stuff. So just a fun way to catch up, really. And I think to involve other people is fun. And I really like the format for this one. It's a built-in excuse to make sure we get together and do something fun that's not the same thing every time. So what has brought you the most enjoyment or the most joy out of doing all this? Probably what we just said, that just kind of hanging out or just kind of having a reason to hang out like i mean we went years without really seeing or talking to jcat i mean we were at his wedding but i don't remember seeing him previous prior to this other than we always have like a final four party i always have a final four party for college basketball but i I just and he wasn't far and then blanchine we've always kept in touch with and rob's been my best friend since high school since the end of high school and he has moved away so many times. It's just kind of hard to keep track with him and just kind of keep in touch with him other than texting and, you know, occasional phone calls and things like that. So even just getting to see him on the podcast is pretty fun. And I was going to mention, you did have another podcast called Dog It All Movies. Well, what did, what did you learn the most from that? That's kept this one going when that one did it. Uh, nothing really. It was just about schedules and just kind of coordinating. It was only two of us, but just, just kind of got tired of doing it. Like I said before, we, I self-taught, myself using GarageBand and how to edit. And this one's a lot easier because it's one audio file dropped in and I chop it up. But the other one was his and my Skype file audio. And we had to, I had to cut two at the same time. It was, it was a pain. As much as I hate the editing process, I feel like it's necessary. I try to cut out a lot of the, the pauses and the breaks and just some people don't want to listen to an hour and a half episode, but we do it every two weeks. So it really isn't that long considering the most podcasts are weekly or some are even bi-weekly. So I feel like an hour and a half or an hour and 20 minutes is what most of them are is, you know, is nothing considering a drive to work is usually 
40 minutes, you know, total, that's two days worth of listening. Or, you know, I always say cutting the grass is the worst or doing anything that you just have background noise, throwing a pot, throwing a podcast. Yeah. We're definitely getting longer as we go on. We have a lot more to say because people are kind of figuring out how to navigate it all, but uh, let's shift gears. Let's uh, talk about your picks. A lot of your picks are throwbacks to our youth, what we loved as kids and now love as adults. Are you surprised by how different some of the voters feel and even some of the other drafters when you have something that you love that other people just don't like? Not really. I think it all depends on your age. If if it's a 40-year-old man or a late 30s-year-old person voting, then they're probably going to vote similar to me. But I say some of the younger crowd isn't going to vote the way I vote. You know, I have, I don't have strong opinions. There's just some things I grew up not liking and I'm just going to stick to that opinion. And it's a lot of times it's things that people really like mustard, olives. They're awful and they'll always be awful. I love them. They're great. (laughs) I love mustard and I love olives. So yeah, I mean, different, different opinions. That's kind of what it's all about, but I know you don't like the fact that people tend to pick or vote for a team based on one or two things. And speaking of votes, we desperately want more votes and social media is not producing what we want. How, how do you propose we get the votes out? How can people spread the word? What do you want them to know? Tell them right now. I, I don't know. You guys decide that. That's what you guys should be coming up with. I, if I knew I would already be doing it. I really don't know. Uh, you, know the a, face- you, you keep saying it only takes 20 seconds. It only takes 20 seconds. Why do you think people are like delayed in doing it? I know some people have said, I can't make a decision. Right. I I think because the last, I would say, 10 episodes or so, we're always around the same amount of votes. So I feel like the same amount of people are voting, which is great. But I think, you know, the Facebook group has 177 people in it. But like for some reason, when I post something, only like sometimes 35 people see it or 50 people see it. And it's like one or two votes trickles in, trickle in. So it's either they've already voted or they just see it and don't actually vote. I don't know what else to do. It's one click. Type your name and pick something. So yeah, I think I do like when people comment and say what we should have drafted. I think that's fine. I like reading the choices. And again, that makes the episode a little bit longer too. But I feel like it's worth mentioning because we're not people are funny. I just like to to laugh. So I get an enjoyment out of reading other people's comments. And you guys would too. You just don't get to see them all. So I agree. I think people throw their own two cents in and it kind of adds to the topic because we picked some pretty cool topics, in my opinion. Yeah, people always ask, how are you going to keep going? How many topics can you do? And it, there's a lot. Now, it, I would say it's getting harder to find topics that have large, like broad, I would say, lists, draft boards. But, I mean, they're, they're, we could always go back to – we always try to do like a song or a music, a TV, a movie episode, and then we kind of sprinkle in other random things to spice it up a little bit. Is there an episode that you are particularly proud of or like – disappointed in your results that you're like yeah i knew i was going to win that one i was like i can't believe i didn't win that one my favorite episode when people ask where we should start i always say is the unpopular opinions draft i just remember laughing so much during that episode (laughs) it cracked me up by far it's probably my favorite one was it the best one i don't know but it's it was my favorite to listen to so well there's a lot of hate flowing through that episode but in a funny (laughs) way even like something as obscure as our animals or the fruits and vegetable ones were like random, but it did produce some funny results. Yeah, I would say like 
episodes that episodes I was disappointed when it would be like the horror movie characters, which looking at the lists, you know, I didn't have Jason and Freddie and I, I obviously would have picked Freddie, but I didn't have those big name ones. So I picked what was favorite to me. Sixth place was disappointing in that smells sixth place. <laughs> I don't remember specific what I had, but I'm sure it wasn't sixth place worthy. But, you know, last season, season three, I was crushing, had an average finish of 2.6. So that was a great season. If I go back to the early seasons, er, season one, I think I was tied for last place or just came in last place overall. I, even Dilts built, beat me. So shot a yeah, that, that whole row, <laughs> that overall season was disappointing. Yeah, I have one season. Yeah, we don't need to have results. Three. We know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> and tie for season two, or one season two, tie for season three. So, like, look, you're currently a third grade teacher, and you've changed careers in your 30s, which is not easy to do. And there's a lot of talks about teachers in the media, especially after the pandemic, where kids were at home and parents had to become teachers. What are some of the most rewarding parts of being a teacher and some of the most challenging parts of being a teacher? Challenging would be just getting the work done in a timely manner. So like prepping for everything. So it depends on what you teach. Currently I teach math and science. So now that I've got the hang of the math curriculum, I don't spend as much time, but typically I have extra time on Thursdays and Fridays. So I'll typically stay to at least five, sometimes six especially in the beginning of the year, 630 to, to get those things done because I don't want to take it home with me because I'm not going to do it at home. So if I can just get it done at work. So just challenging is just Time. getting those low learners to understand, to getting them to care. Those kids that just don't care. The parents don't care. Motivating um, them. Yeah, it's, it's, it, uh... it's a team effort. And the kids that have a good team around them are the ones that typically succeed. So it's hard to see it, the other ones. I don't know if it's a, it's a factor of not caring. I think it's more so of just not being a priority or having other things in their life that they're focused on more. If education is not valued, but true. I think some just legitimately, they say they don't care and they don't want to be here and this and that. So it's like, it's tough to, to what, what can I do for you? Yeah. You have to be there. So most rewarding would be just, you know, kids, saying thank you or kids saying, you know, you get those little notes, uh, you're the best teacher ever. Or I, we got a couple of Christmas gifts this, this week. And they said, uh, you know, best teacher or super teacher, Mr. Croce on a cup, or, you know, those mugs that you get, or just things that, you know, that it's, it's thoughtful. They, they know that you're hardworking and just being appreciated is really it. And I don't, I don't need gifts or anything. It's just appreciation from them and the parent and, yeah, I think the best, the, the absolute best thing is when you see a former student, which it's hard now for me now because I changed districts, so I don't really see any. But I did run into a parent this summer, maybe it was. And I had her son in the very first year I was teaching at Lake Forest, so 2013. And I think he's a senior now. And she literally says he still talks about me, how I'm his favorite teacher ever. And I don't remember being anything special to them, but they do. You know, they remember things. So the fact that that she said that to me, it's, you know, it's rewarding. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So um, regarding kids, you have a nine-year-old son, Owen, my nephew. But he doesn't really share the same love for you as certain things like comics and basketball. But he's more into baseball, which you have said you hated. 
and Major League Baseball is the worst, which you would change your opinion, and skateboarding. So how do you encourage him to pursue his own interests, but also steer him in a good direction, like getting away from soccer? I just let him do what he wants to do. He was on to skateboarding for a while, so we got into that, and he kind of dropped that pretty quickly. Just kind of lost interest. It was, you know, it was over the winter, so he couldn't really skateboard very very much. So I think he just kind of fell out of it. Uh, baseball, he started playing Little League last year, and he really likes it. So now he's doing travel baseball, and he just loves, I think, being a part of a team and playing something. And he's pretty good for just learning. So I don't really try to steer him towards anything. He is taking more interest in football and basketball. Like he'll sit and watch. And he just asks a lot of questions, which is good. He wants to go to a basketball or football game, but I think until he learns it a little more, it's not really worth it, probably especially because of the cost. So what are you most proud of Owen? He's a good kid. He's smart. You know, he's kind. He's he he's his own he's quirky. He doesn't he won't typically come up and hug you, but he'll take a hug. You know what I mean? Like he'll accept the hug and he'll just lean into you and he's just kind of, you know, he works hard. He's I I just want him to be responsible, mature and, and successful and happy, really. Whatever makes him happy. That's okay. all I can really say. Now, gonna, now I want to switch to your 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 better half, your wife, Lydia, who was a guest <laughs> on our podcast one time, and she won. Is that why you've kept her off the pot? Uh, yes, and the fact that she has zero interest in doing it and or listening to it. <laughs> so we brought in a ringer for that one. She's into culinary and restaurant management and things like that, so stack the decks against ourselves but we were in a we were in a bind two people dropped out and we had two guests in that episode so yeah she and she had the episode Grand i had watermelon and did not win so yeah she had pineapple and avocado and i think that's all she really needed so what's the most your favorite meal that she cooks for you uh usually my favorite meal is some type of lasagna so she makes a good lasagna with some s- sausage yeah, everything she cooks is really good she, she uses spices and herbs and different flavors that I would just, it would just be pretty bland. Old Bay and pepper is all I add to pretty much everything. So the point cooking, I hate cooking. All right. Rapid fire. Quick questions, quick answers. Other than you, best drafter. J-Cat. He's the most consistent. Worst episode we had. I don't think a lot of people like the, like the action movie characters. Or I feel like not a love for the football one. Yeah. I think, I think the duos one was cool. All right. What's the most surprising result, either good or bad? Rob winning. Winning what? That's what? It took him 40 episodes and he won. Any guest to be on our pod to be a drafter, guest pod drafter, who would it be? Probably Mark Nauman or maybe Pat Woods. Or maybe someone's, maybe a parent. A parent, one of our parents? One of our parents, maybe. So I know you love movies, TV games. I mean, TV, games, comics, sports. What should the people be watching or listening to that they're not listening to watching? Podcasts I listen to. The Old Man and the Three, basketball podcast with J.J. Redick, one of my favorite players. New podcast I listen to is called New Heights with Jason and Travis Kelsey. If you're an Eagles fan, it's like half Eagles, half Chiefs. But they also talk just football in general. It's fun. Listen, always sunny in Philadelphia podcast. If you like that show, the podcast is funny. I listen to the a Fly on the Wall, which is a Saturday Night Live podcast with David Spade and Dana Carvey, and they interview 
90 percent of the time is an old snl uh, cast member so it's it's fun they, they're they're funny they really are they're impressed dana carvey's impressions are unbelievable and they just had an episode it was like a two-parter it was like five hours total it was a chris farley like tribute episode so they got on old cast members and just writers and things and they talked about chris farley which was kind of cool another episode another one i listen to a lot is talk is jericho with wrestler chris jericho but he's also like a rock star he's a band and everything and he i don't listen to all the episodes i listen to like the wrestlers i'm interested in and the like he does a lot of horror movies and just movie podcasts in general and one i have queued up i haven't listened to yet is they had some people on and they were comparing or debating Godfather versus Goodfellas. So I'm, I'm curious to see uh, what that one is. I just haven't had a chance to listen to that yet. I mean, they're both mobster movies, but totally different types of mobs. But TV shows. If you want quirky, we, we watched a little bit the other night, bro. Watch I Think You Should Leave. It's two seasons. The episodes are only like 16 minutes long. There's like 12 episodes. It's the quickest you could sit down on one night and watch them all. The sketches that are funny are hilarious. There's some bad ones in there, but it's just totally worth watching. It's like I can't stop thinking about some of those sketches. It's out there for sure. So you have been known for your hate of traffic and the way people drive. Tell the people what they need to know about driving right now. <laughs> if you're driving, get out of the left lane unless you're passing somebody or unless you're going at least at least 10 miles over the speed limit. Not, still not acceptable. I don't care if you're going to get out of the lane if you're not passing someone. Get out of the way when you're driving. All right. If you have nowhere to be, then get out of the way and let everyone else who wants to be somewhere quicker get there faster. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're in your car right now and you're in the left lane, get out of the left lane, says Bruno. All right, man, we're going to wrap it up here. I'm glad. I'm glad that you put all this together. We've kind of made our own little club. Fosters a lot of conversation, discussion, and even arguments. But it does keep us all on the same page and having a daily conversation about something. So what are some final words that you want to leave with before we go? Could be about the podcast. Could be about life. Could be about anything. Keep listening. I actually, instead of voting, listen to. I think the, the reason I edit it so is everybody can listen. We could just easily record it or do a 20-minute draft and just pick things and then share the voting list. So listen, tell people about it. You think might be interested in it. Like I said, it's a, it's an easy listen when you are doing like menial things. So spread the word. I wish I had a producer who could tally the votes and type up all the comments. However, I like having creative control. I like being able to put my touch on it and what I think is funny and you know, whatnot. So listen, I think that listen and vote people. Listen um, and vote. Yep. I um, like that we do have new people like sprouting up, like listeners. I hear every once in a while, everyone's like, yeah, it's got so-and-so to listen to it. So wish more people did. If not, we'll keep doing it and see where we go. Almost yeah. done 40 episodes. So no end not bad. No, no end in sight. So, all right, everyone. Thank you, bro. You this uh, wrapping up episode two of the Birdo Tapes. Tune in next time where we interview Catman. Thank <laughs> you.